Father Like Son here on Free Flow Radio. Hi, everyone. How are we all doing? Well, I, I'm doing well. Good. Me too. That is good to hear. And this is our second show of the week, technically January 18th. And we're starting a little after 8 o'clock, but that's cool. Well, you know, you realize we had commercials, a couple of commercials playing before the show and stuff like that. We weren't really late. It's just... You know, if a show starts at 8, it doesn't mean it starts exactly at 8. Like, you know, here's a good example. If you go to the movie theater, um, and the movie's like, you know, 6 p.m., you know the movie doesn't actually start to like 6.30. This is true. So, you gotta get through all the all the uh, previews of upcoming movies. Yeah, so I'm not so worried about that. We we're, weren't mm. late. There were no, no technical difficulties tonight. No, actually, this uh, we did a quick sound check about an hour ago, and everything was spot on. Yeah, so I'm, I'm pretty uh, happy with the... Uh, well, the quality and everything we're doing here tonight. But welcome, guys, to the show. Yeah, this is our, our, our second episode of the week. Our, our second episode of, we'll call this season two, I guess, of Father Like Son. Technically, yes. We're into a new year, and this will be, what, our second show? Yeah, second show of the new year, and then also being on a hiatus for a while. This is totally considered our season two. Cool. I love it. So, um, yeah, for those out there, um, we are... Uh, Father Like Son, and we're going to be doing a bi-weekly show, Tuesdays and Thursdays, uh, starting around 8 o'clock um, p.m. Eastern time. Eastern, Eastern time. time, exactly. Uh, commercials, uh, you know, may, as we said earlier, permit us to be a few minutes late. Um, are we taking phone calls tonight? Yes, we are. If you want to give us a call, the number is 908-238-3196. Can you repeat that, please? Absolutely. The number is 908-238-3196. Cool. I hope we actually do get a caller. Um, well, you know, so, I did I did my first show last night, and I got a caller. I, I, I know. I, I was listening to your show last night, and uh, I think his name was Mark? Yeah, Mark from uh, New Jersey. Ah. Was, was he from New Jersey? He said he was from New Jersey. Oh, okay. Uh, all right. Yep. That, that's, all, that's all I know how I know callers from, you know, and, and the way our, our screening works for the most part, that when we have a repetitive caller, now if he calls in again, it's going to come up as like Mark in, you know, uh, in New Jersey. So yeah, uh, Mark apparently is a big fan. He's in his 80s though, I believe. So he's, yeah. a, he's an older yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. Something about his, his uh, he had some kind of a bucket list going on for quite some time and he and his wife... Um, for those who didn't hear the show last night, I'll, I'll just like recap what I heard, and then uh, if I missed anything, Trevor, just feel free to, you know, jump in and, yeah, we'll and clarify. Yeah. So anyway, so Mark and his wife have been married for I don't know how many years, and um, they had a bucket list, and apparently in the bucket list there were like all these kind of things they never got to do that they really wanted to do. One of them was skydiving. So apparently, uh, Mark and his wife they. Find a you know a pilot and a trainer and they go up in the air in this plane. This I think it was a Cessna Piper or something like that, and they free fall out of the plane at around fifteen thousand feet. 
The problem was the wife was hanging onto her walker. And I guess Mark was saying, hey, listen, I, you know, drop the walker, pull the ripcord. And there was some like really bad communication. And apparently she, she was saying, you know, let go of the hooker. I don't even know like why she would say that. But sadly, uh, she never did pull a ripcord. She held onto the walker and she kind of crashed into a bunch of trees. And that was kind of the, the end of his wife. And I mean, he, he said it with a lot more passion. Um, I'm, I'm just giving you the highlight reel here. But it turns out that he got this really hot 40-year-old girlfriend as a result. Is, is, is that what he said, Trevor? Yeah, something like that. I mean, I don't know. I, I, look, I, I want to say this. It was a very interesting call. There will be a highlight of that, uh, you know, on the website and and on the and the YouTube channel and stuff we're we're you know creating for the station. But let me just point this out. This is what Mark said. I don't know if any of it's true or that's how it really happened. You know, it's just what some crazy old man told us on the radio. So do with that as you will. Although I do, re- I do recall like towards the end of the call that he was like giving you kudos for you know, doing your show and being who you are and, and, uh, you know, just being like the, the stand-up guy that you are. I, I thought that was really nice because he, he really did, didn't know you or doesn't know you, but I guess you must've come off sounding very sincere. And I, I hear rattling back there. Is that your dog shaking its head? Yeah, that's probably one of the dogs. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, I thought that was nice that he gave you, you know, that a boy, if you will, for you know your your hard work. Yeah, I guess I don't know. I, I think Mark is kind of a crazy person, but hey, if you want, if Mark or anyone else wants to give us a call, the number is nine zero eight two three eight three one nine six. There you go. So uh, I know we only were on the air a couple of days ago, but uh, anything uh, new and exciting uh, with the radio station before we get into some other stuff. Um, not necessarily. The only thing I, I will advertise is that, uh, I mean, it was already official before, but it's official now. We have a, a show scheduled, uh, at least once every weekday at 8 p.m. So if you, if you don't know, we got, uh, the Trippy Trev show on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6 p.m. Pacific, as well as then we have, uh, you know, Father Like Son on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, uh, 6 p.m. Pacific. So look, we have at least a show you know, every you know work day at this point. So I'm excited about that. But I will announce another show briefly that's going to be coming to the station. So if you are a little bit more nerdy and like, you know, hearing about the station, nerdy, what's going on. nerdy, nerdy, sorry. <laughs> well, if you do like that, then there's going to be a new show called the, St- the State of Free Flow. Uh, oh. Or the state of free flow radio. I don't know work, working don't, title, but it's I don't think like, I even know about this. No, not well, I mentioned it in my show last night. But <clears throat> essentially, oh. the concept of it's just going to be you know how like you know you have the state of the union and you you know and you know and you know things like that where it's like you're talking about the state of the country and you know, you know what's going on and politically and you know blah blah blah. This is free flow radio's version of that. So it's going to be a weekly show, um, at least to start. We'll see if it, it you know, it gets, it might turn into a monthly show if I don't have that many updates. But um, but at least right now it's going to start weekly as we are, uh, you know, developing a lot of new stuff. So there's definitely going to be news every week about Free Flow Radio. And essentially the show is just going to go over all the changes and the nerdy stuff that's behind it. So that will be starting um, next week now. Um, I believe that, I don't know the exact day yet. I think it's going to be on Sundays. It'll probably be like a 30 minute to an hour show. It's not going to be super long, but it's just going to be the state of free flow radio. Um, wow. So that's going to I be like it. Yeah. And at that point, I don't know who's going to be on. I know I'm going to be on the show, of course. Um, 
but you know whoever else wants to tag in or be on that sh- you know that show you know that you know, really can be it's not a you know it's just uh it's a whatever show i don't you know i don't have much to say about that but it's just going to go over the state of free flow radio exactly what i said you know what's going on new things that are coming all the more geeky stuff that you know i don't really want to talk about on these other shows um you know we'll have that platform to do that oh very cool um I, I like that there's a platform that we can talk about, uh, you know, technology or or gadgets or, you know, whatever, whatever's on anybody's mind. I mean, they, they can call in and say, you know, my iPhone 7 is uh, you know, acting stupid. Like, what can I do? Well, I don't know. If that's what that's not really what the state of free flow radio is. Yeah, but I, I just want to make, you know, make it say this out, out there now that, I mean, if you do have a problem with, with, you know, some of your devices, feel free to call us because most likely we've dealt with it and we can help you. That sounds extremely boring. Actually, don't call us. If, <laughs> don't, don't, don't listen to him. Oh, come on. You can call. Hey, I know somebody right now who uh, their, their phone, their, their Android phone is not working properly and may not even be able to like use it at all and could really use, you know, a little bit of help how to reset the thing. I'm just saying, you know what? So maybe there's another show idea there. Maybe it's like... You call, we'll fix it, and well, we'll do a different. We'll do a different show. Like we'll fix your tech issues. Give us yeah. a call. But no, we're not. We're not turning Father Like Son or or the Trippy Trev show or the State of Free Flow Radio show into that. If oh. we want, if we, that's not a bad show idea, maybe we can do a weekly show. That's like, um, we'll fix your stuff. And I call in, and we'll give you your tech advice, and you have questions. You know, it's not a bad idea. We'll do that. Let me uh, think okay. of names and see how that can come about but that that could be a good show idea but it's not that's like a once a week show yeah of course i mean because the, the, the not to mention have we have we have to have people to call in for that's gonna be a really boring show call in with your problems and we're just saying that for the whole hour show and it's like ah no one called in gets every no one's you know doing fine my name's gertrude and i'm having problems with my husband he doesn't seem to be able to like satisfy me how are you gonna answer that one um crickets get get some bleach <laughs> bleach <laughs> what are you gonna do with a bleach i was gonna say you can kill your husband uh, oh you're gonna put well, some bleach in his water bleach and fertilizer you can just blow them up <laughs> well i'm not gonna encourage people to make bombs uh, on the internet because now we got other now we have listeners at least hello nsa <laughs> oh well there's one way to see how our ratings are <laughs> how quickly the cops will show you know, all of a sudden i'll see huge spikes and it'll be like hmm that's coming from what virginia uh, like oh that's an we got, uh, we got five thousand listeners in virginia uh have you ever heard the word proxy <laughs> but there's no there's no such thing well not really true if, if true. the nsa wants to find out who we are there's no amount of anything we can do to stop that so Wait, I'm seeing red lights outside my window. No, could, they got us already. Could it literally happen that quick? No, not quite that quick. <laughs> give it another 20 minutes. But um, but if you want to give us a call, this is the last time I'm going to say it for a little while. 908-238-3196. Extension, there isn't one. There's no extension. Don't confuse no. people. <sighs> well, that's true. We don't. We really don't want to confuse people. So someone's uh, problem will be like, I keep trying to call in and I can't figure out how. And it's like, well, you just did it now, so you must be fine. Well, it's it's like you know, I have customers who don't understand the whole auto attendant on their voice over IP phones, and you know, it it, it the, the the auto attendant tells you what to do, and the argument is, well, 
what if I don't listen to the auto attendant? Well, then you're not going to complete your call. So thank God we don't have an auto Wait, attendant. I'm just wondering. Oh, I thought about actually putting one on. I'm going to put a disclaimer on. So when someone calls in, there's like a disclaimer like, hey, you're, this call can be recorded and blah, 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 before it can access. But like, I really don't understand. Does that, does that mean callers calling <coughs> to like a number that has an auto attendant and just be like, oh, it's they're, they're talking. I'm just going to ignore everything they're saying and hang up. Like, I don't quite well, no. get it. Maybe maybe what we could do is if a caller calls in and the auto attendant automatically puts the call on hold, they could hear the show. And this way, I know there's going to be well, a slight that, delay. That's, well, no, that's kind of the way. There's not really even a delay. That's kind of the way it works um, okay. with the other system. We're not using that system right now. Right now, we're just doing a direct. Again, I'm not putting the better system in place until we get more calls. Until I have like three calls on the switchboard here, I'm not going to bother. Right now, if you want to give us a call, you know the number. It's a local number. We have a toll-free number with our other system, but I'm not going to use it. We don't get enough calls, and that's just the bottom line. So if you want to give us a call, 908-238-3196. That line, that system is sponsored uh, by Vonage, so I want to thank them for helping out the station. Oh, that's so, nice. Because that helps with overhead, because obviously we've tried to make this thing, you know, and it, you know, as affordable for us as possible and keeping overhead down. They they were very nice when um, I went to Vonage and kind of told them about the station. They decided they'd sponsor us and give us some phone lines for free. So I appreciate them with that. Oh, very nice. Um, But yeah, I'm not going to bother using the, <coughs> the better system that costs money for us until we get more calls. And that's hmm. so, and so that's just, the, you know, without getting too technical or talk about money on the show that's just the truth so well interesting enough um <laughs> i don't know if you can hear this uh oh yeah i i can and not really but i see i well oh <laughs> i you know i think it probably was ringing and, and i just didn't see it here uh, oh <laughs> You, no one really heard that, I, I don't think, but he, he tried calling it. And try, you could try again, but I'm fairly certain it was just popping up on the right-hand corner. I wasn't looking there at all, to be honest. Oh, okay. Uh, all right. Let, let's just try this to, just to make sure it works. Well, I saw it blink here at the last minute. Yeah, okay, I see it. Okay. Uh, caller, you're on the air. Where are you from? Uh, I hung up on you. Oh, that's not nice. <laughs> Well, I mean, it would have been like echo and re, um, like an echoing effect. It, it just it says, it says I have a voicemail now. Oh, there you go. It's, it's you though. <laughs> uh, so, what have you been doing in the last couple of days? Um, not, I mean, not too much. Uh, but of course, we've been improving the station. Um, I, at some point, I gotta let well enough be alone because I'm kind of nitpicking at this point about a couple things. So, uh, at some true. point, I gotta just let it be. I think at this point, that's where I'm at. I, I, it's not perfect, but I think it's as perfect as it's going to get in the situation we're in as far as... and, and I, Look, I think a lot of my problems are environmental. For people that don't know, this this house that we're in, it's uh, it, there's not one wall that's straight. There's not... The floor that's isn't true. straight. You can put, that's a, true. You can put a, a level on the floor, and there is a, a significant like lean to the right-hand side, in my at least my room. Like, if you put a ball on the floor, it's rolling to the other side of the room. <laughs> this is true. And I, I, wish, mean, I mean, it's pretty bad. The, the My entire room here isn't grounded correctly, the electrical system, which causes buzzes. <laughs> yeah, which causes buzzes and other issues. And I've been trying to resolve all these issues. And then I, I can't I can't win here. 
And then the second problem is I have one clean outlet that is grounded that's coming from the basement. And that's the only circuit that I have access to. So there are certain things that I think should be on a separate circuit. But there's like literally like four whole circuits in this house when it comes to electrical plugs. And there's like, there's just, it's terrible. I can't live like this with radio. So at some point, Wait a minute. Did you just say, I can't live like this with radio? Yeah, with our internet, with free flow radio. Like, at some point, we, we'll have to figure something out. At some point, I'll tell you what's going to happen at some point. Okay. Once, at some point. <coughs> well, I don't know. I don't know time frame. It's going to depend on a couple of things. Okay. But when the time comes that me personally either can afford it or free flow radio is producing enough money that it can afford it on its own, which would be ideal, I will be getting some type of small studio environment for the station. Something that I can turn into a professional radio studio that's somewhat close by, um, and and we can do that at. You know, you can stay here. I know you want to be in the comfort of your own home for the show. That doesn't change anything. You can do whatever you want. Uh, but I want to have a place where I can bring in guests and, and have a real just studio environment that, you know, we can do the show, not have these type of issues we're having now. And I think as soon as I get out of here with the, sh- with the station, I think we'll be fine with the ground. As soon as I get out of here, I can't wait to get out of here. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> that was a little dramatic, but it's the truth. Because when I when we were in the studio for inside radio, I never had any of these type of ground issues and everything else. Meanwhile, when I was here when we started this, again it was the same thing. It was so much like trial and error to get all the sounding right. And as soon as we got out here, I had no problems at all. Hooked everything up once, never had issues. It's just this house. Because I can't win. Everything's so messed up that literally I get buzzes from like. The Ethernet cable, because that goes to a switch that's downstairs that's grounded differently than my room, because my room's not grounded. And there's like, there's literally things coming from everywhere. You know, it's just, there's, I can't. Sucks to be you. Well, I guess. Because <laughs> you know that buzz that comes from my laptop that we can't figure out? You know yes. what that's from? I finally figured out. What's that? It's from the Ethernet port. It's from the Ethernet cable that comes from the basement. I can't win. I can't. But that's a cat, that's a cat six. Doesn't matter. Well, then maybe that switch down there, that, that... That's a good switch. It's not the switch's fault. Well, maybe it was good once upon a time. <laughs> no, nah, that was an expensive switch. That was the most expensive switch. Doesn't mean it could be, it's like, not, failing. I mean, it's a managed switch. It's not the switch. I guarantee you it's not the switch. I think that's, okay, not, what, not what to mention, I, I think it has, like, a lifetime warranty. That's a really good switch. That's a well... Okay. That's a well more expensive switch than it even should have been. It's a, it's a very high-quality switch. That was the only real piece of networking anything i've ever bought for significant amount of money okay that's that's out of everything there's other things you know it's coming from the modem because that's the other thing i noticed there's a buzz from the cape my cable box is the way i had every just it just i can't i can't deal with it it's okay I, we got it good enough now by the way folks i hear no noise at all but, that's, little- but, that, but that doesn't mean anything how many times have i said this to you you have <laughs> nothing you're not hooked up to anything yeah but even when i record through audacity it's perfectly quiet but that has nothing. You're recording one microphone and the, your own audio from your computer. This is a, right. Like, All I'm saying is that my I don't have any ground loop issues. Because your room is thing. grounded correctly. <laughs> well, how about fix we switch it. rooms and then we can talk about this? Why do I want to go to a smaller room? Nah, you just actually, don't want to go to a non-grounded room. <laughs> no, actually, if I, you know, me being me, I would take those outlet plates off and see what the problem is. Maybe the, all the grounds are not hooked up to the outlets. This could be very easily fixed if you were to... Or, or you know, maybe they are. Nah, I, I have a feeling they're not. You just don't think it's grounded at all to the outlet itself? 
No, I think the ground wire is probably not connected, and that's why you're having a problem. So, so well, I know we're boring the shit out of everybody out there. So fine, I'll you know say- what? Okay, guys, people that don't really care. <laughs> what I'll do is tonight, in the middle of the night, um, when no one's listening to the station because the station will have to come down during this time, I'm gonna go. I'll okay. go ahead. I'll turn the circuit off from my rooms so and I'll electrocute myself. Damn. Uh, okay. Yes. Okay. And I'll, I'll I'll take a flashlight and I'll look and take a look to see if the ground's even connected or if there well, even we, is a ground wire in there because maybe there's just no ground wires running into the the outlets here. But I'll tell you what, it's easily fixable because everything is accessible from downstairs. So that's a new that's a fairly new panel box down there. So my guess is the whoever wired the outlets did not connect the ground wire, and that's probably all it is. And it's probably a really easy fix. Well, I'll take a look and I'll find out. Well, I should probably help you with that. I'm more familiar with how to correct those kind of issues. Well, it's, it's I can at very least see if the ground wire is connected to the outlet. I'm not a stupid... No. Hey, you know what I did? I, I wired in and hooked up a ceiling fan. Two of them, actually. I know, and it and it ran backwards. No, and it did not. The, First of the all, that's not blinked. even how that would work. <laughs> hey, uh, on, on another note, I, I did catch a little bit of your show last night. Besides the, the whole Mark thing. And um, what I thought was interesting, you you were ranting about when you did your Trippy Trev show. It wasn't here, obviously. You had a studio outside of here. I'm not even sure where it was. But uh, it it seemed very interesting, like, what you were talking about. Now, did you ever get any follow-up to... uh, to that show did you know any any kind of uh phone calls or or any kind of uh repercussion as a result of your ranting first of all you're terrible at uh at, at, at stealthily bringing things up like did you get a phone <laughs> call or uh, any repercussions <laughs> from that conversation you were having um yes i did person that already knows um so yeah, so if you, if for the people that don't know, I'm not because I'm not assuming everyone knows what happened. Not, yesterday on my show, I was talking about, um, well, if I got this is you brought this up. There's a lot of backstory I got to fill in here, but <coughs> I did a show. We have an hour. <laughs> okay. Well, <coughs> um, I used to be part of a show back when I first started internet radio called uh, Inside Radio. It was the well, I was the name of this uh, the station. And uh, on that show, we had a uh, we had a show on that station. I can't talk on that today. show. We had a show on a show that we had a show and on that station. We had a show called Checked Out with Matt and Pete. Um, we we did the show for a while. There were some, you know, differences. You know, I, I talked better about it on my show last night. So go listen to that. It's up on freeflowradio.com. But um, but anyway, that ended. Um, I left, you know, New Jersey for two years. They continued doing different shows throughout the time, um, and um, they've had you know. Some success. They've had problems with finding people. You know, they've kind of gone up and down. They've been through their <coughs> fair share of um, um, different people on the show and different experience. You know, whatever. Anyway, moving along. One thing uh, that just happened recently, though, on their show, is <coughs> they lost two of their their members that were. Ooh. Go ahead. <laughs> they lost two of their members that were. Ooh. Okay, stop it. They lost two of their. their <laughs> two younger people. One was like a producer, and, and members. I was what well, members? Well, well, I don't know their. I don't know anything. I I listened to one. Well, you episode. say you say members. I think of that. You know, like you know, a male part body part. No, you're stupid. Um, <laughs> no, one. It was a female who was like a producer, and I think they were boy, they were well, boyfriend sh- girlfriend, and then the, so she I, wouldn't have had a member. <laughs> can you stop it? <clears throat> uh, 
Anyway, they left. They decided to leave the show after six months. Um, kind of rudely. And, and they and they described that in their latest show. Called, I think it's called The Worst Show. Uh, you can go take a listen to that at... Um, you know, I don't know their website name. I forget it. Um, it's like, I want to say it's checked out something. I'll get it for you guys while, I, while I'm, uh, it, it just, what? Ch- um, I'll just search checked out in New Jersey on Google. You'll, you'll find it. Um, but, um, but yeah, I digress. Uh, but they left it and then they had an episode cause me and then me and Matt talked, uh, a couple weeks ago. Because uh, there's uh, a discussion about uh, what well, was the discussion is happening now, but there was a discussion about bringing his show to Free Flow Radio and syndicating it and giving them a, a platform to do that. And then, you know, Matt has some other people that, you know, may be interested in bringing their shows here as well. So it was supposed to be good for us, good for everyone. Uh, <clears throat> a way potentially for us to make, you know, revenue and uh, have a place mm-hmm. that we can, you know, do everything and, you know, it would be good ultimately. And that's what I made Free Flow Radio for. I didn't want to make a radio station, I wanted to do a show. I just found out there is no better platform to do it on, so I had to go make my own. And that was the truth. I never really wanted to do this. It was done out of necessity. You know, gotcha. that's what all these other shows are realizing too, including, you know, you know, Matt realized that there's not a great platform out there for this stuff. You know, he, uh, not to take anything away from him, but I think he would agree, he probably doesn't know how to make a station. That's not his wheelhouse. He knows how to go and make a good show. So, you know, he he wants to just do focus on his show, worry about that, and be able to have that platform, but he wasn't going to go develop it. And you know what? 99.9% of people out there that do podcasts may be looking for something like this, but they're not going to go make it themselves. Right. I did it. So it's 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 here. It works. It's pretty darn good, if you ask me. So, you know, at that, at this point, <coughs> um, you know, we were just, you know, we talked about it. Everything was good. He was going to get me some files. I didn't hear anything from him for two, almost two weeks. Oh, he, God. now, um... I listened to their latest show. I think it was uploaded on Friday of last week. Um, I listened to that. Okay. Um, the next day, I text him. Because they were t- potentially, they were looking to have a third person on their show. <coughs> because, you know, they lost the one person. I said, hey, I'd be, you know, willing to do that if you if you want me to. I used to be part of their show before. And I honestly think that was some of the better radio that, you know, of, of their show. And, um... And, you know, I, and besides that, you know, I was waiting for the clips. I didn't hear from him about anything because he was going to get me all the archive of everything and start the process and getting everything over to Free Flow Radio. Well, I didn't hear from him. I texted him that. I didn't hear from him for days. But it was funny because on that, sh- that last show they did, they were being kind of hypocritical. Well, they weren't being hypocritical on the show, but they were being hypocritical because what they said on the show is, you know, those people didn't get back to him. Uh, they, they, he texted them, or like Pete texted the, the one... Uh, I don't know who they were actually texting, but they were like in a group text or something. And, and Pete said like, oh, have, you know, I don't have any issues with you guys, you know, have, you know, have, you know, hope everything works out. And they never got a response back. And they were like kind of saying, how rude is that? You know, and, <clears throat> and it is rude. But then I thought it was just funny because then, you know, literally a day after that, I text Matt and he never gets back to me for four days. So I talked about that on the show and I, and they also have like a hatred for millennials. Now, granted, I, yes, I heard that. <laughs> granted, I, I, I'll give a little leeway here. The clips I pulled in my show last night was the. <coughs> excuse me. Are you gonna make it? Should we call nine one one? Oh, sorry. Uh, okay. But the clips I pulled last night were definitely more in my favor than his. He doesn't hate millennials, but the the quote that I got from from Matt, I got a quote here. I got a. I'll quote him on this. Okay. Um. So. A hundred percent of millennials that Matt and Pete have interacted with. I don't know if this is specifically in life in general or just the show, but let's just go with the show. Even 
But he, his quote is 100% of millennials that interact with the show are, 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 are kind of, you know, his stereotypical, he hates them, la- you know, I don't know what his, you know, lazy, I don't know, he doesn't really say lazy, but I don't know. They have issues. He doesn't like them. He doesn't get along with them. He insults them at some point. I don't know. Well, hold on a second. So, like, if he met one millennial, that would have been 100%. So, we could be talking about one person that they may have come across that was a millennial. Okay, I'm pretty sure, though, that's the statistic. Look, as I said, I brought a lot of facts in my show last night. Right. Uh, Millennials are the biggest generation out there right now. Oh yeah, and millennials will in 2020 will make up over 50 percent of the work uh, workforce out there. So look, he's interacted with more than one millennial. So let's put that number to probably a couple hundred because you have to realize too, Matt and Pete definitely are interacting with more people than just the average person too because they do a show and on almost every show they do have a guest coming in. A lot of them are younger people, musicians, mm-hmm. things like that. So you know when you're in a, a, a situation when you're doing a show like this, obviously, um. You know, you're going to be in that situation where you're going to be interacting with more people. So, fine. Whatever. I just wanted to give him a little bit of the doubt there. I didn't mention on my show. And, again, I pulled clips that were him at his worst. He, You know, mm. he also has a lot... You know, he also puts a lot of credit to millennials. Um, You know, just because they do but a lot of things... But you just pulled the bad ones. <laughs> I pulled the bad ones. I did that yeah. for my favor. He knows that. But, anyway, I did the show. I ranted about that. <clears throat> I ranted about millennials because I think... Because here's the deal. The, the, there's... I think out of any generation, yes, you got the bad eggs out there in any generation. You got lazy people, people don't have good work ethics, you know, whatever. But that does not fall under millennials. And I don't think millennials are even the biggest generation for that. You know, that's every generation has those people. There are people that are 50 years old that still live with their parents and can't ever have a steady job. And, that, you know, that, that just exists out there. I don't think that's a generational thing. I think it's a human thing. Well, you have 30 more years to, like, fit that category. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Though I lived on my own for two years, so, <clears throat> you know, whatever. But look, uh, but, but with all that being said, um, I went off a rant, you know, about the millennial thing and that he was being hypocritical uh, before the whole texting thing, and, and it wasn't shortly after that he discovered it the show. Uh, he listened to it. He wasn't able to uh, listen live because he, he, he didn't see the tweet fast enough, but he, he did regret that because he would have called in during the show he did say that because after that he he texted me i gave him the link he listened to it and then me and him had a a phone call that was about two hours long last night um you know he knew it was all in good fun and everything so no i i he liked the show he thought it was funny uh he did say technically i got his point wrong about millennials because he you know he does like millennials he thinks he, he gives them a lot of credit for the things they're capable of doing of course, I said to him, well, it doesn't really matter what you were really trying to say because, you know, that's the that's the fun about doing radio and me being able to pull the specific clips I, I can. I can probably make Matt sound like a Nazi sympathizer, just depending on the clips I pull. I could probably make you sound like a Nazi sympathizer. Oh, good God. I'm not going to do that, <laughs> but I'm just saying, you know, if you're just pulling clips, I can, you know, I could probably make you say anything. Okay. You know, what I, you know what I mean, though? Like, yeah, I do. I do. <clears throat> you know, and especially someone like Matt, there's enough clips, you know, of 100. I think he said they have, they've had like 160 episodes of their show. So, yeah, when you're dealing with that much audio, I really couldn't probably do a paragraph of whatever I want Matt to say. So, I, I pulled the clips that were convenient for me. He thought it was funny. Um, but we talked. You know, everything's good as far as <clears throat> going forward with um, his show coming to Free Flow Radio. The rant last night, you know, I got passionate, and it was it was my um, try at like um, investigating uh, or investigative reporting. 
because I did some research on it, but it was, of course, a joke at the end of the day. Yeah, I got passionate in it, but I, I you know, there was no harm in by it by any means. And, um, but yeah, it, it was it was funny. And and you know, listening to it back, cause I did listen to it back last night as well. It was pretty good. It was it was relatively funny. Um, so I, I think uh, it was pretty good for the first show. Granted, that's not really what the Trippy Trap show is going to be overall, but you know, there there it was for the first episode at least. <laughs> Oh, so at the end of the day, you guys all made up and you're... Well, we, I don't think there was nothing wrong to begin with. You know, Matt, Matt did apologize for not getting back to me sooner. Um, like, he's just been busy this week. Um, but, uh, but but yeah, there was, no, there was no real problems to begin with as far as that was concerned. And I had no real issue with him at all. I just saw the opportunity. Look, I wasn't going to even rant about him. I may have brought something up on my show, but at the same time, I wasn't going to go through that. I just, he gave me the opportunity. Because he they they did that episode. I heard it on Friday. I texted him Saturday. He never got back to me, and he gave me that opportunity to rant about him. I wouldn't have done it if it wasn't for if he didn't. He just got back to me, but I just thought it was very funny. I saw the opportunity to be like, "Hey, I can make fun of him here because you know they just said, hey, this they never got back to me.' Well, Matt never got back to me. I saw the connection, and then I went from there. So I mean, look, that's what I feel like. You know, if you're a good host or you're doing any type of show, <coughs> you, you got to look for those. There's areas you can get in there, and I, I think ultimately I did a good, a fairly good job in, in the way I, I, I did the show as far as that segment. Uh, just because I, I found the opportunity, I, I, I used it, and to be honest, it kind of worked because it got me and Matt to talk and to clear that all up because, you know, maybe he still wouldn't have gotten back to me even today or tomorrow or whatever else. So, look, it, it worked. It, it Technically, it did what it was supposed to do. Well, congratulations on success. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, well, I don't know if it's success. I got to look at the the ratings for the recorded show still. I, I looked at them last night, right as I posted it, and we had three. But, of course, that was right after I just put it up, and I'm pretty sure uh, one was me and one was Matt. I don't know who the other one was, but... Um, yeah, I didn't know it was up, so I didn't, it wasn't me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you're, uh, maybe your significant other. No, no. She didn't listen to it. Oh, okay. Well, that's, uh, that's very interesting, and, you know, the... the uh, the, the the success of free flow radio is being hinged by a I guess basically I'm not the sure. Trippy Trev show. <laughs> well no, it's not it's not the success of everything. No, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> well, I mean a lot of it has to do with that, so that's all good. But we're starting to figure out more shows. That's the bottom line. I, I want Father Like Sons here, that's great. The Trippy Trip <coughs> show, um, <clears throat> excuse me um the trippy trev show that's that's gonna be a thing you know and you know we'll, we'll continue working on that um but uh but yeah the, the goal is to have more shows you know that's why i want to get checked out you know uh, you know in new jersey it's the official name of the show now i want to get that over here i want to get some more shows over here i want to start some of our own uh free flow original content shows um so like the, the yeah one will be like uh um uh the the state of free flow you uh, the radio um and uh, then maybe we'll be talked about, you know, earlier in this show, maybe we'll do like uh, the question show. You can give your questions and we'll help answer your, or solve your issues or whatever. So we can definitely, we'll have more original content. Some of the, most of those shows can be on a weekly basis, but I'm really interested in daily content too. I'd love to get brand new content daily, you know, if the shows daily. Like, I, like, look, I want to do this like a radio station. When you're listening to a local radio station, you have the morning show. That's, it doesn't change every morning. There's a morning show. True. And they're there every morning, except for weekends. You know, and that that's what I want. And then I want to have a weekend crowd too. Um, I might even do a, a week like a morning show on the weekends. I, I don't know. I've always wanted to do a morning show. That will be my goal 
ultimately somehow, some way, or some day. Obviously, at that point, I think Free Flow Radio needs to support me just because, you know, generally speaking, if you're doing a morning show, you, you know, I don't know what your work schedule, you know, looks like, but that morning commute time is going to be your radio time. So, sure. but at some point, <clears throat> I would love <clears throat> to be able to do a morning show. That's always been my goal, and um, and we'll see how that all, that all goes. But uh, but I'd love to get those in now. If we can get some morning shows, get some, you know, um, you know, some maybe even some night shows. Like I, I like that that like late night type shows. Um, like uh, you know, whatever. I don't know what direction to to go into with that either. But I, you know, I I really like. Uh, I don't know if you've what is it uh, called? Um, um, I'm gonna forget it. Oh, I'm gonna take a look. I forget off the top of my head, but uh, there's like that conspiracy theory show. Oh, I'm not sure what you're referring you to. You will when I say it, because you'll know what I'm talking about. Okay. Uh, we don't have sound effect. Dun, 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 oh, Coast dun, to Coast dun. AM. Oh, okay. There you go. You know Coast <laughs> to Coast AM, though. Uh, no. You really don't? No. They've been around since, the, well, it was uh, Art Bell. Do you know Art Bell? No. Okay, well, I'm surprised. But Coast to Coast AM is actually the number one syndicated, well, show in the country as far as being, um, they're on AM and FM stations throughout the country. Well, there's Art your Bell, problem right there. I don't listen to well, terrestrial it, it, radio. Okay, but they've been around since the 80s. I but still. It was, <laughs> it was Art Bell that originally was the host. Actually, I don't know if he was originally the host. I believe, no, he was. Yeah, he was originally the host um, uh, for, you know, 30-some years, and he retired in the last couple, a few years. Now someone else does it, but it's like a kind of a conspiracy theory type show. It's a famous show. Um, Never heard of it. And it's been going on since 82, or sorry, 84. Anybody out there who's not heard of this, please call us at 908-238-3196. I could use some support. (laughs) Honestly, though, I've never heard of the show, never heard of the guy. Well, anyway, I like the idea that I've even thought about, I mean, I don't, look, there are a lot of shows I'd like to do. I don't want to be the only voice on the station, though, but I would love to do some type of conspiracy theory show. That, to me, I said it a couple days ago, too, and I would love to do that. That's something that really would interest me. <clears throat> but I just don't want my voice to be the only one on this, because I can do five shows. Like, I would love it, but I just don't want my voice to be the only one here. Because well, then we, we'll rename it from Free Flow Radio to Trevor Radio. Trevor well, Internet. Actually, yeah. I like that. We're going to do that. Well, we're hold gonna, on a second. Gonna, we'll drop the Free Flow Radio. It'll just be Trevor Internet Radio. Wait a You're second. You're listening what? to Trevor 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. What about Father Lake Son? You're not the only voice in that show. No, but but I'm still a part of this, and I, I want other voices that aren't me. That's the bottom line. Okay, because that gives so me. What about the more voices ex- in your head? What about those voices? They sound just like my voice. Uh, okay. This doesn't help. <laughs> All right, I'll tell you what. Why don't Why don't we take a like a a couple of minutes break, and <laughs> we'll we'll try to come back with uh, something that's like. Uh, I don't know, less uh, morbid. <laughs> How was, I don't know if that was morbid, but whatever you want to do. Well, there we go. Okay, we'll be back after these <laughs> short messages. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Father Like Son. Hey, we're all in the house. Literally, all in the house. You, me, Anna, three dogs, and a cat. 
We're all in the house. Okay. Well, I, I, speaking of Ivana, since you brought her up, she did want me to clarify. She, yeah, she doesn't listen to the recorded shows, but she, cause, cause she listens live every time. Oh, nice. So who is her favorite host, you or me? Uh, I don't know. Well, ask her. Uh, she said you. Oh, yes. Ah. Uh, well, I found a, a clip just to you know lighten things up a little bit. I found this clip from the Ellen I, 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 I didn't know show. things were enlightened, but okay. <laughs> anyway, this has to do with Justin Bieber, and I thought this was kind of interesting, so I'm going to let this fly, and uh, you guys can let me know what you think. If, okay. uh, if you want to call in, 908-238-3196, and here we go. Right. Hello, this is uh this is Peter from UMass. Hello. Is it is this Miss Melanson? I'm actually the head of the English department, and uh, it's it's been brought to my attention that you've been you've been missing some classes lately. Is that true? This is Miss Melanson, correct? Man, shut your bitch ass up. Play a little pump in this bitch, man. Fuck that shit. Okay, this this isn't funny to me. I don't know why you're laughing. <laughs> you did you go to class yesterday? Yeah, nigga, we out here, bro. Little pump be doing his homework out here, bitch. I'm a scholar, nigga. I'm I'm a real scholar out here, boy. You feel me, bro? Gang shit, nigga. Right. Gang shit, nigga. I know how to write, bitch. I know how to write, bitch. But I don't go to school. Let's get stop, it. Stop yelling at me. One second. My my assistant wants to speak with you. Okay. Yes, I'm his assistant, and I don't do accents nearly as well as he does. Um, my name is Ellen DeGeneres, and that was Justin Bieber that was on the phone with you just now. What the hell is this? <laughs> it was recorded live on the Ellen DeGeneres show. <laughs> it was a prank call to, to a caller. What are you doing? Anyway. <laughs> um, so there there is one technical thing we're going to have to fix. What's that? Uh, the fact that anything that I try to play is not controllable through a slider. Yes, it is. Not what I thought it was. Not 9 and 10. It's not 9. We changes 13, 14. You're forgetting this. Oh, shit. <laughs> you know, I can't deal with... You know, you know what? You made a big deal. I'm going to give you this blue tape over here. I and you're going to label tape. your channels. I do need to label my channels. That would explain a lot. Because I was trying <laughs> to control this with 9 and 10. Right. That really was not working. <laughs> can't deal with you sometimes uh well you know what this is why it's father like son because you know when you get to be my age you'll be doing the same things that i'm doing and your kid will be correcting you i'm not sure that's true i think i'll be a little more on it well okay 
just just for those out there, you were a little bit more on it from the very beginning. I came in way late, and I'm still trying to catch up. I guess just fair saying. enough. Well, and and actually, you know, considering that I've had no formal quote unquote training, I think I'm doing pretty good. Well, it's not like I've had formal quote unquote training. Yeah, but you have an aptitude for this. My aptitude was fixing toasters and, you know, I, I haven't developed an app for this. Aptitude. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, it does make a big difference when, uh, oh, what's this one? Oh, God. Uh, Oh, this might actually be interesting. Okay. This is Dr. Phil Prank's GameStop. Now, you you can you can definitely re- relate to Probably GameStop. not a real doc. It's probably not the real Dr. Phil. It's probably like a either a soundboard or a uh, <coughs> or a, like a imp- impersonator, but okay. Whatever. Um Okay, maybe there's no sound. We should make a new rule. Uh, that I don't actually hear any sounds, so we should make a new rule that we got to listen to shows first. Okay, hold on a second. Yeah, I know. I hear you. Wait a minute. I lost you all together. Yeah, no, you didn't. How did that happen? Nah, I muted. I didn't want you to hear what I was saying. You muted me? Well, not you muted you. I muted the how you. I mean, I'm me. literally hearing you through the door. Yeah, that's that's a problem. Uh, Okay, we have a serious problem no, it's because not, I can't no, hear you anymore. Yes, you can. Um, no, I can't. What do you do? No. You're messing things you up over there. Today? I don't think this is appropriate. Yes. Hello. You overdosed twice. You know you called a business, right? Yes. Are you an absolute falling down, non-functional drunk? Can you take me off this call list? No. Can I speak to someone else? No. Let's get real. If we're going to be real, let's be real. Then you need to quit harassing me. Are you gay? Oh, you want to buy that one? Okay. All right. You have your ID with you as well? Okay. Yeah, because it's a mature rating game. You need your ID with or your parent with. Is your parent with? Uh, she would have to agree for the mature rating of the game. So she would have to come down. Thank you, GameStop, where we get 50% extra training uh, consoles with an Xbox One. This is John. I can help you. Let me ask you a question. Okay. When did you acknowledge that you were gay? Um, okay. Is there anything else I can help you with there? No. Are you gay? No. This is calling GameStop, where you get 50% extra in store credit when you trade a system towards the next-gen system. This is Nick. Can I help you? Let me ask you a question. Sure. When did you acknowledge that you were gay? Do I? Are you gay? Are you? Yes. Oh, well, that's... I'm gay. Well, good for you. Are you a child molester? I am not, no. Are you? You are abusing your children. Uh, I don't have kids. We have a report <laughs> that the young man says uh-huh. that you rubbed his chest and his bum. Yeah, it's, uh, who uses the word bum? Are we in England? No. I didn't think we were. I need sex acts. With underage male students. Uh, you should probably call the police on this. Did you inappropriately touch your daughter in the bathtub <laughs> when she was two weeks old? No, I, don't, I told you, again, I don't have any kids. And for one, I'm going to call... You them. got one answer, and it's either yes or no. All right, check this out. I'm going to call the cops and tell them to track this phone number if you're going to call me talking about molesting children. How about that? Yes. All right, I'll be sure to. Who are you? You know who I am. Uh, if you bring in Tracer, you get 50% extra store credit for a purchase of an Xbox One. Are you gay? Excuse me, sir? Are you gay? I'm gay. So how good looking are you? I have no idea. Don't waste my time. All right, sir. Bye-bye. 
Well, <laughs> that was uh, the the renowned, well-known Dr. Phil. Well, apparently, that was a soundboard of, of Dr. Phil. <laughs> apparently, he's got some issues he's working out, but okay. <laughs> well, it sounds like he's trying to help other people work out their issues. Yeah, well, I also think I heard him say he was gay. Well, it's not an issue if that's what he is, but he's not. It's a soundboard. Well, anyway, if you want to give us a call. Uh, number is 908-238-3196. Ah, so, uh, what's this? Uh, All right, I'm going to make a new rule, though. you got to listen to things ahead of time before you play them on the show. Yeah. See, this show can't just be, oh, let's look at YouTube and listen to videos that I find. <laughs> uh, this is kind of true. I mean, I, I didn't really, honestly, put a lot of effort into getting prepared. You know, you say that every time we do a show. I, I know, I know. When, I will when are you going to take responsibility and be prepared for this show? Um, on Tuesday. Not starting next week. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I, I'm not. I'm not overly worried about it. We're do, we're we're doing good. We're fine. We're all good. Thank you for reassuring me. You're quite welcome. So, uh, you got anything else? Um. No, not really. Well, then you're not really helping my cause. Well, what we talked about off the air, which is true, is starting um, <coughs> for next week. We're going to have like weekly meetings going through what we're going to be doing on the shows and everything. So we will we will resolve our, our issue of not being prepared for these shows. In all fairness, I mean, I, I will say this. We, we, we were able to, when you were in Arizona, we were able to like, do a lot of ad lib and... and kind of like make it work but when you're doing a show like i think you're going to run into this yourself when you're doing like a daily show or, or every other day it's hard to come up with content without preparing and i think that's kind of where we've you know this show falls a little short but we're going to fix that and we're going to be the best we can be going forward when we get a listener or two well that's, that's absolutely true about the um you got to get used to the daily format of things because yeah, I'm going to run out of things to talk about. Like even today, in all fairness, the most thing we talked about in today's show was what happened to my show yesterday. True. But, we, but I can't do that every day. My, my show every day can't be like, oh, we're talking about what we did yesterday. We're talking about the day we did before. Because that would be a recap show that you would do anyway. Sure. But that's just not going to be the way it's going to be. So, no. <laughs> so yeah, I, you got to get used to that. That uh, daily format, get a little more in tune with what's going on in the world. I, gr- granted, too, it's not the best time to be doing news-type shows. I don't want my show to be revolved about what's going on in the news, because to be honest, there's a lot of crappy stuff going on. If anything, I want a lot of these shows to be a distraction from what else is going on in the world, because there's so much crappy stuff that's going on now, sometimes you need a distraction from that. And that's part of the goal of, of some of these shows. Sure, we could have a political show and news shows, and I'm not against any of that stuff, but... You know, it's just the fact that this is supposed to be kind of a, you know, um, uh, a, a distraction from that. So, I but, would agree. But yeah, no, I agree. And that's why another thing I'm going to focus on doing is a couple of the other shows <coughs> that I will be doing are focused around a topic. So, <coughs> for example, the state of free flow radio—that's about the—that's about the station. If I do ever do a conspiracy theory show, that's about conspiracy theories. That narrows that down so much. Father Like Son's like a variety talk show. The Trippy Trap Show is like a variety talk show. Anything can come up or you can do anything. There's not a set topic. 
those shows are always hard to do. So, you know, it is what it is. I'm not super concerned about it. Um, we'll figure it out. Obviously, this is only our second show of our second season. Um, and, you know, and our first season was, was okay, but we were all just getting into this for the first time in a long time. You were usually the first time. Me, it was uh, the first time in a couple of years of really doing a regular show. Right. So I think we're doing good for the most part. The fact that we can ad-lib 45 minutes to an hour worth of a show as is is pretty good. We just need to fill in some of the gaps there and polish some things. And over some time, we'll, we'll get it all figured out. Well, you know what? With with that being said, and what I'm about to say is absolutely nothing to do with what you just said, but I I will I do appreciate your your wisdom. But this has been bothering me. I was going to bring this up earlier. Oh God. Yeah, I know. So we had a um, a Sam's Club here. <laughs> okay, yeah, okay. You, you know where I'm going with this. We had a Sam's Club, which is like a Costco or BJ's for those who may not know what Sam's Club is. It's a um it's a store where you can go in and buy things in bulk, whether it be food or or, you know, supplies, you know, tires, what whatever the case may be. And I really enjoyed going to this particular club because I was able to buy clothes for work, food for like a month um, dog food that would last me like three months. Same with the cat food. Uh, I'd, I'd buy water like 24 16 ounce bottles of Poland Spring for like $4. I could buy salmon that would like feed me for at least eight meals for like 10 bucks. It, it was ridiculous. And they had a pharmacy. So I used to get my allergy medication there. So, uh, out of nowhere, well, uh, let me back up just a little bit. I had heard a little bit on the radio that Walmart, well, actually, back up even further. I think that this all had to start with the minimum wage. Isn't the, min- the minimum wage increase, isn't that, Trevor, what, where this all started? Yes. Tre- okay. So, with the minimum wage increase, uh, which was, I guess, passed in New Jersey, um, this put a like a beating or a hurting on a lot of small businesses. So anyway, long story short, Walmart, who owns Sam's Club, decided to close two of their largest Sam's Club stores. One happened to be the one by me, and one was like in central New Jersey somewhere. With no notice to the employees. So the employees are showing up to work, and they're being told to turn around and go home that they've been left go. Meanwhile, there a few hours later, there's a Walmart representative speaking on behalf of, I guess, like the Walmart, uh, um, I'm not sure what the department would be, but like human resource or whatever, that they were paying out bonuses and giving wage increases because the minimum wage uh, went up to their employees. And the only way they could afford to do this was to close down these other stores and send those employees packing. I thought that was totally, totally just so hypocritical. Well, look, it's not hypocritical necessarily. I understand what happened. It's because state increases come up. They have a certain amount of, you know, they want, I mean, granted, look, they're the most, 
you know, profitable company in the world. So there is only so much you can defend them. But I just, the only thing I will say is they made a business decision where they're like, we got it. We had, they had to give employees more money. So to compensate for that, they closed stores. Is it the right thing to do? No, not when you're already the most profitable company in the country, well, a company okay. in the world. Like, look at it at face value, though. I mean, you got people coming into work that need the money, they need to put food on their tables, they need to pay their bills, and they're turned away. And then later on that same day in the news, they heard that their coworker who works at another store got a raise and a bonus. That's wrong. I'm sorry. On every level, that's wrong. So what they should have done, knowing that this was, you know, in the works. If they wanted to downsize, they should have done that first. And then they could have taken the profits and then pass that along to the, the employees that were you know still working in these other locations. But what they did, they did it all on the same day. I'm sorry, but that's that just looks really, really bad. That's my rant. <laughs> and okay, well, I, I guess that's a rant. I... Well, no, I, I just say that because it really bothers me that, you know, a company, I know they, you know, they can do pretty much whatever they want. There's like, you know, there's no government law that says they, you know, they have to like close stores or, or dismiss employees as a certain way. But I just think that's really crappy, you know, because there's going to be that really thin line where Mary works at this particular Walmart and Tom worked at this other particular Walmart and they may be only, you know, a few miles apart from each other. One gets to keep their job and possibly get bonused where the other one gets let go. And there's like no option. Like Tom can't like say, well, maybe I'll go work at another store. There was no option. There was no like somebody saying, okay, you know what? We're going to like relocate all you people. No, they were just told to go home. I don't know. I, to me, I just think that's wrong. I understand what you're saying. But here's what I, I would say. Sometimes you lose your job, but maybe it's the best thing that could have happened to those people because maybe they'll go out there and they'll get a better job. Uh, okay. <laughs> How about for those who relied on that job because that's all they had and they have you know a young family at home and a wife and kids on the way and you know this is all they had that and their like 1982 Ford uh, Escort wagon car and that's how they got to work and you know home you know what I, let me let me let me say this this is actually our fault what? in a way how, how is that our fault I'll bring two things in two two different areas here number one we let big box stores ruin all type of small businesses out there. Because well, now, true. and that's a, a big part of why Walmart's, well, it's the, the reason why Walmart's the biggest, you know, com- profitable company in the world. It's because we let these big box stores kill small business, where all these people could have been working at a much, uh, you know, get it, making better money, having a much more reliable, uh, steady income than these big box stores. That's number one. Number two, we let this happen. It's, it's okay in society for these big companies to you know lay off employees and r- take down stores and everything else, and we let that happen. There's no regulation really with any of that. So that's our fault. So if we have to complain about that, you know, we need to do something about that. We can't just endlessly complain. It's not Walmart's fault. They're exploiting the system that's been created. So well, I, I hear what you're saying. It's our fault, but I don't see how 
the, the dictation of Walmart is anybody's fault but the higher management team of Walmart. It has nothing at all to do with you or I or, you know, the average, you know, okay, person. One thing I will say, in all in all honesty, it it's it's look, if you're look if you're an owner of a company and you're about making money, then that's what it's, that's all it's about. It's not about anything else. It's not Walmart can afford to do it. It's a matter of they want to make more money. That's it. Period. Well, I understand, but that 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 is government. That's government fault. That's that's but how that's things. Not, it's not it's not government directed. This was but there should be regulation before the, that. The stockholders of Walmart themselves. They're, they're the ones that no, decided. No, but, but when you're shutting down stores like that, there probably should be some government intervention because all of a sudden I, it's like, hey, how many people are laid I off? I bet you Walmart's privately owned. I haven't looked into this, no, but I, well, if Walmart they're is privately owned, well, well, whatever. They, they're but they're not, they're, there's nothing to do with the government. No, so, but there should be government regulation when 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 com- and there is to some extent. But when companies well, decide to lay people off in, in mass, there should be some government regulation to that and how that's handled. But the bottom line is, you don't let people go and then hours later gloat. In, in, in they a, weren't gloating. They exp- it wasn't hours later. They it was all in the same press conference. They said specifically like, hey, because of these raises, we have to put in bonuses. That and the bonuses they weren't bonuses like. CEO okay. bonuses. There were bonuses that they mandatorily the had to give out because of the law that changed in a lot of states. I understand that, but here's the thing: they knew ahead of time that this was <coughs> happening. They could have given a heads up to those stores that were going to be closed, and at least you know handled it a little bit better. The way it looked, I mean, honestly, I know the press wants you to see what they want you to see. I'm and, and most of the time these kind of situations what we see is not really what technically quote-unquote happened but the way the news presented this story was that in one breath okay you guys are gone bye-bye don't let the door kick in the ass on the way out and then in the next breath oh we're gonna give out a thousand dollars to every employee of all these remaining now that wasn't exactly what happened and the other thing too is we don't know if the i don't know if the employees got any type of notice it's possible they got more of a notice than the the general public did so I don't, I, I don't want to speculate on that because I don't know. No, 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 no. I I know I know for a fact that the store near us employees were turned away as they were trying to come into work. They were there were guards at the door. I found this out after the fact. There were guards at the door and they were told to go home. That their jobs were terminated and they had no notice whatsoever. I think that is a goddamn horrible. Way to well, handle. look, it is a bad way of handling, but at the end of the day, I that's I think it's it's the it's the government's fault. The fact that we allow corporations to do that to to people, that is a governmental. That's a government. Pr- but the problem. government has nothing to do with this. Well, this is of not- course they do. They regulate everything, everything, every company. This is a privately owned company. That doesn't matter. You realize that Wal- the reason Walmart's even doing all this is because of government intervention. Because they they raise minimum wage. Of course, the government has. You realize that Walmart has so many permits and other things. And that have to be through the, the government. They sell liquor in most states and everything well, then, else. If all of a sudden the government, like, you can't handle things like that, if you're going to, we're going to start revoking these privileges. And they, trust me, they do that on a daily basis with many companies, you know, in different industries, left and right. We're all, you know, that's what they got to do. But the, but that, but they're, they're not going to do that with Walmart. But because the Walmart has already gotten to war with the, with the government before in certain areas, Walmart has been the number one advocate for lowering, or sorry, yeah, for lowering minimum wage, um, you know, the Walmart gives more money to you know 
the, the politicians that, you know, to not, you know, increase minimum wage and things like that, you know. But that's why I'm saying <laughs> this is absolutely a government thing. Absolutely. Yeah. They're, they're not a privately owned company. They're a public company. But, uh, but yeah, but yeah, it doesn't matter, though. That has nothing to do with any of it. it the fact is, if the, the government has the power to regulate how these things are handled, what happened is, is, is bad. And there should be probably some type of investigation into that because it probably it may not even be 100% legal or or it's one of those type of things where it's it's not legal but there's not necessarily a you know it's not or it's, it may be slightly illegal how they handle it but there is it's one of those departments that really don't have any type of power to actually do anything about it or it's a fee that they pay because it's like not like Walmart has a problem paying like a $25,000 fee because the government also fees are ridiculous for like you know huge crimes let me let me just read this to you the world's largest retailer and private employer, officially called Walmart Stores Incorporated, will shutter 63 of its Sam's Club discount warehouses, or about one-tenth of the chain overall, according to the senior company official who declined to be named. Right there. Right there. That's an issue. So the spokesperson who's actually doing this press conference doesn't even want to be named. That, to me, spells shenanigans. Around 50 of those stores will be shut permanently after review of profitability of up to 12 more will be shut and reopened as e-commerce warehouses, said the same person, who doesn't want to be named. Okay, that, that, that's a little strange. Every Sam's Club store employees employs about 150 workers. So we know for a fact that our local Sam's Club lost 150 there's 150 workers 150 families that with no notice were told they no longer have income bringing the total number of affected jobs to be about 7500 7500 persons Th- that's just, a lot just to say that like my with my employer that happened has happened several times where they'll let people go like that without with no notice like one day they come into work and they're said hey you don't have a job anymore and that's just the way it works nowadays it's it, that's just that i mean that maybe that's a sad truth and it's not nice but but yeah you know what it's lucky it's not more my, like here microsoft like five years ago laid off like thirty thousand employees like that they came into work they said hey you know hand in your badges you're you know you're in and you know, and they just, they got rid of like 30,000 employees without a job. The only difference is at least Microsoft gave them like, you know, you know, they had benefits still for like three more months and they got paid for you know, another two months. And they, you know, they, they have a, they, they don't just say bye. Cause you know, it's, it's a little bit better than working at Walmart, but I'm just saying this happens on a daily basis. This was not good. It was definitely handled wrong, but the only way to change that in society is for us not to put up with it from these big corporations. Elect politicians that aren't going to stand for those things, that will put regulations on those type of things. Yeah, obviously, if Walmart needs to, um, <clears throat> you know, decline, you know, we're not going to force, you know, co- uh, companies to, you have to keep employees, you can't fire employees, you can't let go employees. Of course you can. But you have to, maybe there should be a law, like, hey, if you're going to let go an employee, you have to give them two weeks advanced. That could be a law right there. I'm sure some states actually do have that 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 you know that law um but maybe that should be a law you know Not whatever maybe. the case is but if we don't like it there's i i don't think it's fair to blame and point fingers at walmart it's not just Walmart that does this. It's every big corporation, number one. Well, okay. Number two, yeah, do they handle it badly? Sure, but you know what? They're exploiting the system correctly. 
Yeah, is it morally correct? No, but you know what? A company doesn't have morals. It's a company. Yeah, do the people running it have morals? Sure, they should. But you know what? At the end of the day, when they're making $5 billion each, you know, the big executives that made these decisions, I'm sure they're sleeping fine at night. Now, is that good or bad? No, it's bad. But still, it just doesn't matter. You know, it doesn't matter. If we don't like those things, that is a government intervention that should happen. Now, some will say that's a government overstep. Hey, you know what? I don't have a strong opinion left you know, one way or the other with that. If you're, But my point is, if you're complaining about that, then you know what? Then the government needs to inter, you know, intervene. If, if well, you're fine with it and you say, hey, that's how the open market works. It is what it is. You know, then it is what it is. You know, there's nothing you can do about it either. But Walmart didn't really do anything wrong. They exploited what they had to do. They filed. They did. Okay, I get that. They get. I get that. They did everything to the to the to the written law. I get that. They didn't do anything illegally. No, it happens Mor- every day, but, though. I understand that, but morally, they could have handled this a whole lot. Well, company. That's the thing, though. Companies better. don't have morals. But here's the thing: they raised their the, the minimum wage from eleven dollars to fifteen. We're talking about a three dollar difference. Now, when you look at 7,500 employees that lost their job, and it's probably even more, that's just what was reported, for a measly $3 an hour, this is a multi-billion dollar company. Okay, well, wait a second. I just want to say, though, do you know how many employees Walmart has? It has 2.3 million employees. So that $3 an hour difference is a significant amount of money. Is it, at the end of the day, I mean... Here, yeah, it is. At company, the end of the day, for twenty three. Hold on a second. What most companies do is they raise, they raise their prices. That's generally what they well, okay, do. Okay, but Walmart they raise their Walmart price. can't do that. Yes, why not? First, of every all, other company does. Kmart you, did that for years. And, can I just say Kmart is now pretty much entirely out of business? But because Walmart buried. Okay, but because Walmart, their, their whole thing but is low prices. Walmart like, offered things that Kmart never did. And that's one of the reasons why you can go to Walmart. It's one-stop shopping. You couldn't do that at Kmart. You still had to go to Shoprite or or one of the other, you know, nationally known. Can I just stores. say one thing? That three dollars over their two point three million employees. You realize that's set almost seven million dollars more. Okay, okay an hour, an hour. Hold on a second. Wait, hold on. Times hold on a second. You, like, they paid. On. They paid their employees a thousand dollar bonus. So the remainder Not of those employees, there was just ins- on was- average, they got a thousand dollars. I'm sorry, but a thousand dollar bonus for however many million employees. No, they didn't all get what it would have cost to. Did you not? You, you're, now you're just making stuff up, though, because not only I'm not what, making stuff up. I'm looking right at it. I'm looking at the article. No, they didn't all get thousand dollar bonuses. Only on full, average. Only full time employees got that, and that's only represents like ten percent of all the employees to begin with. Because no one's ever full time. That was managers, not the Nothing regular in here employees. Says about between full. Well, then you're full-time. not looking at the right article with the right information. I'm looking at. Well, I mean, I'm sure there's a million articles written on this since it, it, it finally, you know, it came out. But nonetheless, um, <coughs> but but the point is, though, you realize how much money that is. And yes, even if they did give a thousand dollars to every employee, that is still less than the three dollars. You realize over t- they have 2.3 million employees. What other company even has close to that many employees? Not a lot. That's a lot of employees right there. Three dollars. That's a lot well, of money. That's again. That's seven million dollars an hour for every employee that's working. If all 2,300 are working at the same time, that's seven million dollars an hour. Well, I'm just think. Just, I mean, look. Just, that's unbelievable. Just think about, and that's let me count. Oh my god. That's, just think about how much they pay their employees then, because they have 2.3 million employees. They upped it to about $15 an hour. 
So let's just put it that. So for one hour of work, if all employees are working at the same time, that's $35 million an hour. Times that by, let's say, eight. I know they don't work eight hours a day, but let's just pretend here. That's almost $300 million for one day of work. Hmm. You got to yeah. just, when you do the math like that, you understand that it's a lot more complicated than I think me or you. Well, I mean, I, I'll be on, I'll be honest with you. I did not read this entire article before <laughs> discussing. The, I mean, I couldn't because it's like ten pages long. But I mean, there's a lot of statistics in here, and basically, what there's, you know, the bottom line is they closed stores so that they could take these profits that they've made over the past year and, you know, pass them along to their employees as a bonus type wage. One-time bonus type wage. and Well, they do that, too, because it gets them away from having to actually pay the employees even more money. But they can give a one-time the thing. bonus. They, and they, it gave, they gave it to them as cash. Now, the benefit of that is, I guess, they don't have to they don't have to declare that as income. Would be my guess. Why would they give it to them as cash? It specifically says here in this particular article that it was paid out as cash. I don't know. The whole thing just seems really kind of shady to me. Now, granted, Walmart, there's a Walmart like every five miles in yeah, especially that's, metropolitan that is, areas. That is a statistic. Where there's a, like Statistically, of course, is it realistic in every place? No, but like averaging, there's a Walmart within five miles of every American's home. Well, yeah. Like, that's how it averages. That's a real statistic. So maybe the problem here is that the Walmart's become a, a conglomerate and it's taken out all the, you know, the other competitions like the Kmart's. And Between Walmart and targets. online sales of things like Amazon, they've taken out every everyone. Target's still around, yes, they're doing okay, but but yeah, Kmart's gone. Almost all the other places are gone. And to be honest, you can get so much at Walmart um, that it's not worth going to any, anywhere else. Uh, in many cases, you get cheaper and you get the same stuff, and it's fine. Walmart is a, is a great store. Um, you know, the the problem is you're dealing with a scope here that is unbelievable. Like. Like, like even these 7,000 employees that they let go. Yeah, it's terrible. But that's like, I'm not doing the math specifically, but that, but just doing mental math, that's less than 1%. That's like 0.4% of their employees. And when you look at the numbers like that, it, it does make a different story. Yes, it's terrible what happened. But <clears throat> obviously, when you're dealing with 2.3 million employees, when you're the executive of Walmart, you can't be thinking of their lives. And their families and everything else, because you also are thinking about 2.3 million other, you know, families. You know, it is actually I don't ever want to. I don't want to be any of these people, to be honest. Because if you're an executive of, well, the CEO and president is Doug McMillan uh, of Walmart. <coughs> I don't want to be him because <coughs> I'm sure he has to make hard decisions sometimes. Well, but I just I want mean, I wouldn't want to be in because you well, know I can tell you this: he paid out 400 million. 400 million in this current fiscal year for in the well actually um yeah that's about right 400 million in this in this year paid out in bonuses so if you're a company like walmart and you have an extra 400 million dollars but we just went through too that they're if every every employee's working that's 300 million an hour so i'm just saying that's yeah, one day's four, that's one day's one, no that's one that's 300 million if they're for is for one hour of all their employees working, if all their employees are working at the same time. So when you're looking at $400 million in bonuses, that all of a sudden becomes really small. And I know it doesn't sound small, but we're also talking about a company that's revenue in 2016 was $485 billion. Okay. So $400 million 
if you look at the scope of that, it's like five dollars to them. All right. It's here, not, here, it's here, nothing. Here's another way to look at it on a pay scale. So if an employer was making eleven dollars an hour, they would have made twenty four dollars and seventy cents in bonus per hour. So they would have doubled their hourly income with this bonus that was paid out. Well, not that's not for the year per se. That was no, just- that that that's what was given to them as a thousand dollars or whatever uh, payout, one time payout. I, I mean, the hike announced on Thursday will also increase the average hourly pay for full time employees to, to fourteen dollars and fifty cents from their current thirteen dollars and eighty five cents. The pay scale for hourly workers will be from eleven dollars to twenty four dollars and seventy cents per hour. The one-time bonus will amount to four hundred million in the current fiscal year. That's uh, okay, but for, ridiculous. But that's not because again, I just th- we just went over how much that three-dollar increase would be well, you, for all the employees too. <laughs> when you do the math, it's not ridiculous. And again, all their employees for an hour of work is three hundred million dollars. That's how much Walmart's paying to the employees. Again, we are talking about America's biggest, you know, biggest private employer too. Like we, like, I'm just, I just. You look at the numbers, and I again, I don't want to be an executive with Walmart. Yeah, but you know, look, I'll put it this way: Doug McMillan, he makes uh, in 2015 <coughs> his total compensation. So this is including any bonuses or anything else. His total compensation was a little under 20 million for that year. Yes, that sounds like an incredible amount of money, but let's just not forget that they're spending 300 million dollars an hour on paying their employees if all their employees are working. That is which, a crazy which number. We know they're, not. they're not, but holiday season they are, or at least most well, of them. And actually, they bring in part-time workers. And they, yeah, that. yeah, and they bring in more. So that's not even counting. Yeah, that's that's all their, well, their <coughs> official part-time and full-time employees. Two point three million. You look at the holiday times; that number could be significantly more. Because you know, that's the only time I ever see a lot of employees at Walmart is when like holiday seasons around. There's an employee everywhere. Every register is open. So I just want to make that very <coughs> clear. That yes, it's sucky what they did, but I don't want to be in their shoes because that's a lot of employees. That's not, that's, I mean, that's a lot of employees to think about. And, in, oh, yeah. And, and, and I, look, 7,300 employees or whatever it was that got laid off, terrible. Yeah, it sucks. But at the end of the day, if it's a business decision, <clears throat> they can't be thinking about those 7,300 employees because they also have 2.3 million to think about. And you know what? They have been battling for such a long time for minimum wage and everything else. At least this was a win for the person. This was a win for the pe- you know the regular people out there because now, you know, they're getting more money. <clears throat> that three dollars an hour for a lot of people is a lot of money when you are oh, struggling yeah. and have a family. And if seventy, and that's like, look, is it, like, here's a good example. And I'll, on this, we can probably end it kind of with this. Okay. If there is a, <clears throat> um, it's like that old saying where if there's a, I'm trying to think of the good metaphor of this though. If there's like two trolley cars that came off the tracks and you only have time to save one of the, uh, one of the, you know, one of the carts, essentially, do you save the one with 10 people in it or do you save the one with one people in it? Well, here are your pros and cons. If you save the one with more people, yeah, you're saving 10 whole people. Is that, is 10 people worth more than the life of one person? And I think- I, I get where you're going and, with this. And, 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 this is something that's been said- over and over and over again. But, but I mean, let me ask you, what would you do? 
I'm asking you your opinion. It's a no-brainer. I mean, if you can save 10 lives, you save 10 lives. So if if everyone can make a $1,000 bonus, you know, roughly. But, but and, you're talking about the end of life. And, but we're not talking about Walmart that's going out of business. And they no. need to lay people off in order to keep the company afloat. No, but they do. We're talking but, about a company that They do has, have shareholders, though. Hold on. You're talking about a company that's forced to pay a higher rate of, un, of, of minimum wage rate. In order to do that without losing profit, they're laying off people. To me, that's greed. They could take a little less in the profit pocket of of their wallet, and and maybe like say, you know what? Instead of laying off seventy five hundred quote unquote employees, maybe we'll just take a little less profit. No, they said, "Fuck you. We're not taking less profit. We're going to keep our profit margins the way they are." That. You know, okay. Well, you need to say this though, but and, you have, and we're going to get rid of these people. You, it's a different story. You would not than, be than good, what you're trying to you, say. You with, would not with, be with a the good train. businessman though, because what they they do, I, you would do. They have a response. They can make this back. That's well, the thing. Hold on, hold on. They, they, they hold can make on. it back. They have a responsibility to, to their who? Share, to their shareholders. Okay, who well, is their everyone? Hold on, so, hold on, I'm, hold on. To that, okay. their shareholders are everyone that's from. You know that has millions. It's all and greed. Hold on. It's all hold about on. greed. It's hold greed. Hold on. No, it's not just greed. It's it not is just greed. greed. We're not talking about a company that's losing money every single day, and they need to cut back in order to keep their their business going. We're talking about a company that you said okay, yourself. Okay, but do you think it's fair to their shareholders that have all their money invested in Walmart to all of a sudden have a yeah, we actually made less money this year. It wasn't as profitable this year. No, you want substantial growth every year. If you're a business person, you're trying to get growth year upon year upon year upon year. If all of a sudden, because of all these changes they had to do, it was going to be a loss this year, or if it was going to not bring their profits up as what they were supposed to do, if their numbers didn't look right. And obviously, people that are much more smarter than us, dozens of people probably went through the numbers, try to figure it out, try to figure out what's best, and this was the conclusion they had to come up with. Is it hard decisions? Absolutely. And I'm sure the people that are doing all the math with this, they're not the big executives making tons of money. These are people that know what they're doing. These are people that went to school for for accounting or whatever else they did. And they, they have I'm to sure a lot of this was, but, you know what? We don't give a shit. We don't want to lose money. But they, they, they shouldn't. They shouldn't it's, be. They, again, have it, a, they do again, have a responsibility it goes back to, to what their I'm shareholders. Saying. Again, it goes back to what I'm saying. It, there's a lot of greed here because they could have made it work. Maybe not now maybe in the next six months to a year they could have figured it out but they didn't this, this all became because there was a mandatory minimum wage increase okay they knew this was coming months before it actually happened but they wait till the day that the log becomes a law and then they decide to pull the plug on several stores and you know close to eight thousand employees to me that sucks. That's that's just well, it absolutely shitty, sucks. Shitty, you know, way of doing business. And at the end of the day, I'm not the only one that you know has the same thought process. It's all about greed. Because you know what? When you're making this kind of money, you're this profitable. You're this big as a company. The the, the amount of money that they're saving by losing 7,500 employees when they have over two million. That, that's minuscule. Well, like wait, you well, said hold yourself, on. Okay, hold on. It's, it, it's like less than a percent. Okay, but it's not the employees so much. They, I, in my opinion, my opinion is it has nothing to do with the employees. It probably has more to do 
with uh, you know rental costs, electricity, refrigeration. Even so, you know things. they're closing a half a dozen to a dozen <laughs> stores. That will save, I would imagine, a significant amount of money. No, I doubt it. There, how many? I mean, I don't have the statistics, so we, we should really circle back to this once we get all our our ducks in a row. But I bet you there's probably thousands of Walmart stores and hundreds of Sam's Club stores. They closed like twelve. Twelve between Walmart and Sam's Club stores. You're gonna tell me out of hundreds, losing tenths of of of, of that is gonna be that detrimental to their bottom line. I'm sorry, I don't see it. Well, you gotta just add everything up though, because to some of those employees, they are mandatory. And I don't again, I don't know the the percentage. I would imagine Sam's Club though specifically. I think there's more full time people in those positions on the regular Walmart. But let's just pretend here. That's tax. So that means that Walmart's not paying expense. Walmart's not paying like health insurance. Not to many employees, only only managers and things like that, to my knowledge. But let, okay. let, but let's just pretend here. Let's give everyone the benefit of the doubt. Let's say that's healthcare costs for a lot of these employees. Let's say that's, uh, but you know that's of course their uh, their regular you know wage. That's um, insurance costs for buildings. That's power. That's electricity. That's rent. That's um, you know all the equipment and and other you know. You know, thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars worth of you know inventory and everything else and at the end of the day i so especially sam's club <coughs> i don't know how much money they make i couldn't even guess when you go to a walmart you can tell yeah the things are off the shelf the, this is making money at sam's club i don't know how much a regular sam's club is, i don't know how profitable they really are at the end well, of the day let's if put it this way geographics let's just talk about geographics for a moment the closest sam's club to the one that was near us is at least 40 miles away Okay, 40 miles. I think it's Edison. So when you close one of your your stores that is, you know, probably gaining the most traffic because of where it is in the national trade zone of all places, uh, right next to a Walmart, no less, in the same, you know, in the same sector. Um, well, you know what? Sorry, you know so Sam's Club. Sam's Club has a lot more competition though than Walmart does, because because they do have like Costco and BJ's and other physical competition. They're not right. They're not. Hold on, hold on. But they do have competition. But you know what is going to kill Sam's Club in the long run? That's like the internet. If you want to buy things in bulk and save money, that's exactly what the internet's meant for. I'm not going to buy a rotisserie chicken off the internet. Amazon, well, not here, but in a lot of places, I'm not going to buy Amazon, salmon. Amazon has uh, same day fresh grocery delivery where it's actually fresh. They'll bring it right to you. Uh, same at a cost. Day. At a cost. But but the thing is, it's it's at the end of the day, it's breaking even it's because it's not anymore because it's actually a little cheaper getting it from them. And then a lot of times they have free delivery if you have Prime. So if you're paying your $70 a year, whatever Prime is nowadays, which you're already paying for anyway, all of a sudden that's free delivery. So no, it's that's the future. Walmart knows that too. And that's, and that's why, again, I don't want to be an executive of a company like Walmart because Walmart knows that their biggest competition at the end of the day isn't physical. It's like Amazon. It's these online stores. That is their biggest competition. So- well- let, let's see what happens to Walmart shares as time goes forward. Well, nothing. I, it's just going to go up. Well, I mean, they're closing stores. So when you close stores... But they're saving no, money. Let's, hold on. The, just, just, hold, you, hold, just hold on, hold on. Hold on. No, you hold on. You hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm muted. Look, I just muted you. Look, what I was going to say, though, is today alone, just to put up an example... Walmart stock price is up 1.56% in 
after today's you know, the stock market close today. So look, they're not going up. They didn't even decline when they announced that. Their shareholders know they're making money, and that's all that matters. They have a responsibility to their stockholders, and those are the, and those are the people that dictate their stock price. And guess what? They're happy about this because they're making more money. So no, their stock price is not going to go down at all. And yes, you're on. Okay. So what what I'm saying is now they've lost the traffic in the western part of Morris County and the eastern part of Sussex County to one particular store. Hold on. So that can I just say one thing though? They didn't lose anyone. You know who this? You know where a lot of those people are just going to go now? Walmart. No, you can't buy bulk in Walmart. No one's buying bulk. You know, okay, restaurants, yeah, they're sure there's some restaurants that go to Sam's Club and those places, but you know who really goes there? People like you that love the place. Yeah, you're not going to buy bulk, but if you're going to go there and not try to find a place that even has half the stuff that something like Sam's Club goes, you're going to go to Walmart. There is no, no other not. place. I'm not going to Walmart because I'll tell you what. Okay, you're like the 1% in this situation. No, no, I'm not. No, I'm not because... What I can if why would I spend ten dollars for two of one item when I can go to Sam's Club and get six well, of them for now. the same amount of the money? Point is well, you obviously, can't I can't. I got to go somewhere else. I'm gonna have to go to BJ's, or I'm gonna and have to. And you just go- said they're nowhere near there. So for a lot of the people that right. do convenience shopping, where they they are, and they're not. So I got, travel, which is basically I got people. screwed. I got yes, screwed. you got screwed. Well, thank you very much. You got screwed. I'm sorry. But I'm just telling the regular person is way too lazy and doesn't care that much about the politics or inner workings of any of this. You know what? Because they don't even know this happened. Most people, they're going to go to, they're just going to be, oh, we're going to go to Costco today or Sam's Club today and they're going to drive. Oh, it's closed. I wonder what happened. You know what? Walmart's right around the corner. Let's just go to Walmart. That's how that's going to happen. That's exactly what's going to happen. Well. And I'm not wrong. Not really. Where else are you going to go? You're going to go to the really expensive grocery store, which we've already determined is really expensive. You're going to your AMPs or ShopRites or, um, you know, Fry's or whatever. Those places are ridiculously expensive. Or you got Walmart. Where else are you going to go? There is there, that, That's the problem. That's our fault. We let Walmart get so big. We let them take all the mom and pop places. There's no place else to go. And there's no, and Walmart has no real competition in a local sense. And the internet, yes, their biggest competition. But as far as if you want to go get something, they have killed everyone. Here, I'm going to play you a clip that actually is not going to help my situation whatsoever. (laughs) (laughs) But listen. Um, I'm I'm listening. Hold on a second. I, I apologize, folks. This is my fault. Um, I had the channel muted. Okay, here we go. Uh-huh. Um, um, what the hell? You're remembering it's uh, 1314, right? Yeah, no, I am. On Thursday, Trump administration officials praised Walmart for increasing wages and delivering bonuses to employees. This even as the company laid off thousands of other workers and closed stores on the same day. In part due to the recently passed Republican tax law, Walmart announced early in the day that it would increase its minimum wage for employees to $11 an hour. It will also be giving long-time employees a $1,000 bonus. White House officials jumped on the news from Walmart to highlight the positive benefits of the tax law. So the article I read didn't actually mention long-time employees. Well, because of course, look, because you know what? Here's another problem. 
This Again, is, the I'm, press I'm gonna, wants you to hear what, you no, want, what they want you to hear. Well, exactly, because I'm going to say this is what you call it's kind of fake news. Because depending on what station or what news article or what website, they're biased. And look, the reason they did it was because of this Republican tax law that you know they they just got through. Now, granted, it has not even an effect yet. Walmart made a decision not to mention. Let's just be honest. You know, Walmart was thinking about this long before the tax law. They announced it the same day as the tax law was finally like. Not, it's not that it started, but that the day it was passed. But you know, this has been something probably in the works for months that they've been, you know, they've been working out. So, <clears throat> the point is, though, depending the the more liberal websites and news outlets, they're going to say, "Oh, this is terrible. This is Trump. This is the Republicans." And all of a sudden, the Republicans say, "Oh, this is great." Blah 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 blah. Meanwhile, you don't really know what the truth is. That's the that, that is the truth. This is really the definition of fake news. It's not that it's just totally made up. It's that depending on what side you're looking at and what media you're looking at, and half the times on websites you don't even know if they're liberal, liberal or more conservative in their views. Mm-hmm. But depending on who the author is, that's going to take a total twist on it, and they'll just leave things out like that. So look, that's what I'm saying. Amazing news to wake up to this morning, Charles. Walmart is one of a hundred and thirty companies over a hundred. Expanding parental leave benefits and giving out one thousand dollar bonuses. The changes are all thanks to President Trump's tax overhaul. Walmart is the latest company to make such an announcement, directly result of the Tax Cuts Act. Clearly, it's employees and customers who are getting benefits as well. And by the way. Only hours after Walmart announced bonuses and raises for workers, this, signs started showing up at Sam's Clubs over town saying they are closing. Several Sam's Club stores around the country closed today without any warning. Some local workers telling us they got no notice they were losing their jobs. 136 employees at that location are going to be impacted. Employees found out today when they arrived to work and saw signs indicating the store would be closed today. Company spokesperson says employees... At, at the same time as it announced the raises, it also announced that 260 Sam's Club stores are going to close without much notice. I'm wondering if you have any comments on that aspect no of, of what's happened today. I don't have any comment on that specific component. We are, again, very excited about uh, the raises and the overall uh, influx of investment that they're putting into their company and helping over. Amazing news to wake up to. The- okay, hold so- on. With all that being said, though, Again, I don't know. Well, I don't know what you. I mean, look, they did this on purpose. They announced that. They well, announced the other they thing. And at the end of the day, you know what? The thing that matters more is the fact that they've raised money. That you know they raised the the the, the wages. That's what the media well, is going to focus ha- they on. They had more. to because they had to. They didn't have a choice. A minimum wage went up, <laughs> well, but they yeah. were trying to combat the loss of paying the additional money by shutting down these stores and not giving those employees the benefit to tell them, hey, you're losing your job. As I said earlier, when we started this discussion, these employees showed up to work, dedicated employees that work their asses off every single day, go to work every day on time, put 150% into the day to be turned away and told, go home. That's what I have the problem with, and that's why I'm pissed well, you off know what, at Walmart. Then, is, are, this sounds like you're about to announce your uh, your presidential uh, uh uh, run for 2020 is that what you're planning on doing here no because no. look i don't know what you want to say but this happens every day again at least now this is it was walmart thousands of- <laughs> this isn't like some some like uh, i don't know uh actually you know what it's not it's not see that's the thing it's not even walmart because to joe and sue down the road they don't even know that sam's club and walmart are the same thing 
today. It's all oh, Sam's that's, Club. I don't know what that has to do with anything. Because all of a sudden on the news, it's like, oh, Sam's Club laid off, you know, all the, the okay, so what? stores. They don't Meanwhile, know. Walmart. So that's ignorance and, uh, and, on their part. No, no that's, that's not ignorance, ignorance on their Most part. people just don't know things like that. So who and then cares? it's like on the, in the that, news, like in other news, Walmart raised their, pro- raised their wages. No, 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 no. I'm talking about when you look at it at face value, employees. Okay. What if I went to work tomorrow and I found a sign on the door that said closed? Happens every day. To, I would be to, like, really? You didn't know that yesterday when I you know, when I was talking to you and, and sharing a family story or you know something my kid okay, did. Okay, but you think Walmart shares family stories and how? No, I'm not did. saying that. I'm not okay. I'm talking about a small business. You know, okay, this would never. But what happen. I'm saying, is, this type of thing would I'm never happen in a small business. That, they knew that way ahead of time. Not prepare properly. They handled this completely wrong. They handled this wrong. For those who got the bonus, they're like, oh, thank God, I wasn't one of those 7,500 or 200 and some stores that were closed across the country with no notice. That's what I have the problem with. What if you were the person that uses Sam's Club to get your medication and you can't get your heart medication because the goddamn store was closed. Well, first of all, they didn't do that. The, far- the pharmacies were st- are still open for several more weeks. I understand that, but so you're no, seeing a sign happen. on the door that says, hold on, you're seeing a sign on the store, on the window, when you're trying to walk in that says, sorry, the store has been closed. I, I saw the sign itself. That's it did say devast- pharmacy is open on the same sign. I understand that. Well, you're making points that, are in, that don't make sense then. What? <laughs> you, okay. Don't take it so literally. I'm just saying well, that's that. A, you, oh, but we were just talking about if you look at it face value, and then you're like, well, don't take face it so value literally. If you were an employee, not I'm talking about if well, you were you a customer. customer. I, well, I just did. Well, I'm if I'm reading a sign and it says, "Hey, stores closed, pharmacies open," I'm going to take that at face value. I'm going to walk in and get my heart medication, and then change yeah, my and pharmacy. Then, and then I'm going to run to CVS and and have all my prescriptions transferred there. Yeah, exactly. Ridiculous. First of all. That's just life, though, to some extent. Like I'm, this happens every day. It's just not. You know what? This happens probably on bigger scales, even more on a daily basis. We no, don't hear you about it because they're not. You, you no, would hear you're, about you're going to hear about it because it's Walmart. You're yeah, not going to hear because it's Walmart, it's the biggest one of the company in the world. Companies in the world, exactly. <clears throat> That's why you're hearing about this. But when smaller companies do this, you don't hear about it. Okay. When the government does this type of stuff, because the government does this type of stuff all the time, you don't hear about it. Okay, so l- let's let let's just end it at this. Let let's like it's a crappy to- thing. They should have handled it better. Absolutely. That's what but I've been at the, saying. But at the same time, this is a business decision. When they have two point three million employees, it's obviously a hard decision. But this represents less than one percent of all their employees, but it does represent a lot of money, especially with the mandatory bonuses, like we said. And don't forget that ridiculous number of almost $300 million per hour for all their employees to get paid. Yeah. Okay. I'm done. (laughs) Okay. Sure. No no other rant in you? No, no. I'm done with this. I mean, at the end of the day, this is how I'm going to surmise my feelings about this. I think what they did could have been done better and better taste. And it could have been, you know, a little bit, I get, well, let me back up for a second. I started out by saying that the news wants you to know what they want you to know. So there could have been possibly some notification to the employees that they were losing their job. Yeah, because you know the employee that just got there that said that to people too. You don't know if that's telling the truth. It's some 18 year old that works there and, oh yeah, we got no notice. You know, that you don't know if that's true or not. You're, you're absolutely right. We don't know. So th- again, this is shock value. So the news can report that some employee was probably 
sick that day when they said, Hey guys, you're going to lose your jobs. And he didn't, you know, he didn't, he wasn't there, walks into work this particular day and gets turned around and told to go home. Yeah. So, I mean, that's quite possible. I still think though, when you look at it, you know, you look at the short version of this, this is a, a huge company. And I'm just going to say this in closing, cause I know we're running late. This is a huge company that, from what I can see, from what I, you know, I've read and I've heard, doesn't want to lose any kind of profitability. Well, no by, company oh, wants to lose I, profitability. I, let, let me finish. I'm, you, let me, please. Okay. Thank you. Doesn't want to lose profitability by an increase in the minimum wage. So they're willing to sacrifice jobs and stores to keep their profitability margins where okay, can, they feel Okay, can I ask you a question? Be. Sure. If you are an owner of a small company. Small okay. company. Okay. Yeah, small company. You have 15 employees okay. and two locations. Okay. All of a sudden, there was a law that all of a sudden you had to pay your, your, your employees $3 more an hour. And these are all full-time employees in your situation. So that's three times 15. That's an extra $45 an hour times eight. So that's $360 a day extra in a weekly scale, that's you know eighteen hundred. Uh, you know, on a monthly scale, that's all. That's seventy two hundred dollars for you, an extra a month. All of a sudden, you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa! I don't that we can't do that. We, you know, that's yeah. Technically, could you do it? Sure, but that's going to eat into you know. Right now, your store is doing well. You have a nice thirty to forty percent profit margin on your your inventory. You know, on your stock and stuff like that. But all of a sudden, that seventy two hundred dollars a month, that's going to start eating into that. That's, that's going to get a little less comfortable. And all of a sudden, you have to make a hard decision. You know what? If I close the new store, you know, the new store we just opened a year ago, it hasn't been performing quite as good as we've wanted it to. You know, we'd also, you know, unfortunately, we'd lose a couple of, you know, good employees. But are you, are you we'll still asking me or are you, re, are you writing my thoughts because you've <laughs> no. already closed the store? <laughs> but no, I'm just saying maybe you got to start thinking about that stuff. And that's a well, small Can I answer skip. the question that sure, you're asking ahead. me? Sure, go ahead. And don't, be, and, don't, and don't be astronomical about this either and be like, well, I'm going to go get a line of credit and I'm going to go get invested. Don't go crazy with this. No, I wasn't even thinking that. But I just found it funny that you asked me a question, didn't give me the opportunity to answer, and you already closed my I was second store. And I was <laughs> explaining the whole question i was going through everything well, well no because the question you, you you put a question with a solution that i didn't necessarily agree with okay so to start answering your question i would look at the bottom line of my expenses versus my income now if it meant that i could make arrangements with my employees and say hey you know what could we maybe do alternate shifts. Can we do like six hours instead of eight hours? I would start looking at, you know, where can I cut back? Because if I have good employees, I don't want to lose them because without the employees, I don't make money at all. I don't have a business. It's my employees that are making me and making my business thrive. If I have to lay off employees or close a store, then that's wrong. That's absolutely, I'm never going to grow. I'm actually going backwards. Can I just say one thing? No. Have you seen any of the employees that work at Walmart? That, that, I'm, not no, talk- I'm just saying, though. No, we're, we're, not talking, the, we're not talking about first class employees now you're, here. Now, now you're throwing in Walmart into your scenario. That's not what you were saying. I had no, but I'm bringing, I'm bringing this with around. two locations, though. and now you, you've, you, you virtually closed one of my stores. What I'm saying here is I don't want to lose good employees. Now, 
if I have a bad employee, then maybe like you know what I could probably cut this guy because he's not really okay. Doing- I, okay, I know you're you're gonna yell at me again, but okay. I would. There's probably more bad employees at like a Walmart, Sam's Club than there are actually. Good but then ones. I blame that on management for allowing those employees to stay on payroll. No, it's not management. It's because there's 2.3 million people, and no, they no, probably struggle. And with the wages they pay, they struggle to find good employees because you're not paying again, enough. I Even blame that on increase. management for not getting rid of those bad employees. There should it's because like, the management's bad too. Well, then get rid of the management. Get rid of those who are managing these stores and put people that are qualified to manage these stores and start weeding out the bad seeds. I'm just saying, go anyone that's this listening to a, this, anyone, just go listen, go Google like people of Walmart and employees of Walmart, and you'll see the the, the some the of the bottom best videos line is, and stories out if, there. If if you don't have a profitable store, I first place I'm going to look at is management. So if the store is not going well, then there's something wrong with management. But if I have a a, a store that's making money, profitable. Then why would I screw with it? It doesn't make well, sense. Well, you don't know if it was profitable. In Wal- okay, bringing this back to Walmart sense though, you don't know. You don't know what their books look like. You don't know what the Sam's Club look like. I, my imagining, most WalMarts are probably profitable without a doubt. But I don't know what Sam's Club looks like. Well, if they I, weren't, then upper management would have closed them a long time ago. Yeah, but that's and WalMarts keep growing and growing and growing. It, the, WalMarts are in a different class. But when it comes to Sam's Club, I don't know how profitable they are because obviously they have a lot more in you know stock items than than like a regular Walmart would be because they have everything in bulk. That's obviously when inventory isn't sold and it's just sitting in shelves. That's a waste of money. You don't know how often people are coming in there and buying you know buying everything in bulk. And and my guess is there's a lot of items that just sit there for a long time before they're sold. There are other items that probably go in and out really fast, but there's a lot of stuff that probably just sits. It's probably not nearly as profitable as a regular Walmart is. Well, you know, I, I and I don't know that. And I'm not going to pretend like I know those financial answers to those questions. But going back to the scenario that you, you, you had me with the small store, with the additional store, I would not, I would not lay off or, or fire employees that, are making me money. I would look at where I could cut back on employees that are costing me money. You do realize though that, well, it depends what kind of store you have in all reality, but you realize. I don't know. I don't know what kind of store you had in your scenario. (laughs) You do realize though that. I'm thinking it's pizza. He's a, Okay, but if these okay, then that, if it's pizza, then the, the only employees that are making you money in a pizza place, for example, is the chefs. That's it. That's the only people that are making, all the rest of them are costing you money. No well, one else anything that's service related, like drivers, cashiers, you know, of course, it's the kitchen help and it's the actual person but making even, the pizza. Even when they're making money, you got to realize, hey, are they costing more than they're making? Like, because that's and that's why. Okay. It's not, you what if have I have a, a delivery driver that takes twenty minutes to do a ten minute delivery? Okay, that that's a problem. Now I'm going to be looking at GPS tracking to see why it was taking him twenty minutes to do a ten minute. And that's going to cost you more money. No, not necessarily. I can look at it on an app. Okay, okay. And you're gonna just you're gonna give him a company phone, or you're gonna expect him to install this on his own, you know, private phone. No, I I would probably give him a company phone. But oh, that, that, well, that's more money. Okay, well, hold on a second. That one phone can be used for every single driver. You only Depend- have one driver on your your successful well, pizza place with two branches. Maybe Monday, well, no. I maybe maybe you're right. Maybe this is management's problem. You're running your pizza place very poorly. Oh, stop, stop. Monday through Thursday, I need one driver. Friday, Saturday, and probably Sundays, I need two or three. I get that. Stop. <laughs> 
Uh, we 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 need to. You're, end you're the type of you're the type of pizza owner too. You're not even letting your uh employee your drivers take tips. You're the one that's taking the tips from them too, aren't you? I never, what did, what did I say about tips? I never mentioned the word tips ever in this conversation. Uh-huh. I said I just bet, you, I bet you're like one of those. I never said bosses. the word tips. Shame on you. You know what? Let's oh blame management. Gosh. No one go to Gary's uh, Pizza. Uh, well, good because it doesn't exist. Gary's Pizza Emporium. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, we need to wrap this up because I got some other things I got to get done before. Okay. Uh, the end of the I, I got a better pizza name though. What's that? Gary Sauce. Uh, no, I hate that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, thank you though for everybody out there who listened to my Walmart rant. I have not changed my feelings throughout any of this dialogue. I still feel like it could have been done a little bit more diplomatically and not so brash. But anyway, tune in next Tuesday for another episode of Father Like Son. And you have a show tomorrow night? Yep. Okay. What time? 8 o'clock? 8 o'clock. Eastern time. Nice. And that's Trippy Trev? Yeah, the Trippy Trev show. Trippy Trev does Dallas. Might be X-rated. Tune in. Hey, guys. Until next time. So long. Take care. Bumble